My name is Tom Gibson and welcome back to Volumes. In today's episode, I spoke with my friend Roger on what it was like growing up in Hong Kong and more importantly, what's going on in Hong Kong right now. Thanks for checking out the episode and I hope you enjoy. Thanks. Before this podcast begins, I'd like to add one more thing in and it's that later on in the episode, the audio starts to become a little bit crackly. I tried my hardest to remove it in editing, but I couldn't really get it away. Uh, sorry about that and I hope you enjoy the episode anyway. Oh, my name is uh, Roger. Uh, my name is, uh, I mean, my actual Hong Kong yeah. name would be <laughs> Xiu Hang. So, um, but you can call me Roger. Um, so in here, uh, I'm one of the protesters, was one of the protesters that been into the certain events uh, in Hong Kong because uh, in the, throughout the summer holiday, but... Um, I've been coming back to here since the school would start, so yeah. <clears throat> so I can't really be with them. And right. Um. Yeah. Um. So yeah, as you're saying, you so you were born in Hong Kong. Yes. Um. And when did you move from Hong Kong to come to the UK? Uh. You mean recently? Yeah, well, when was the first time you like officially sort of moved to the UK oh, for uni? Oh, it's like four years ago four I years. started to move to here and then... So you've lived most of your life in Hong Kong? Yeah, I've lived most of my life, like more more than 18 years in yeah. Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, so do you want to kind of like start there and talk about, about what it was like growing up in Hong Kong? Oh, Hong Kong is a, is a nice city to me. It escalated to a state now to me, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's a nice city. People are nice, and then yeah. people in there like they sometimes they just share share stuff to each other. And then uh, when I was small, I went to a a vegetable shop in the supermarket, uh, a, a market, yeah. not a supermarket market, like a market square, yeah, kind a of market thing? square right. thing, like a permanent market. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then they give me candies and stuff and people are nice in there yeah. and then they're more like uh, uh, as we say in Hong Kong we have like uh, the Lion Mountain idea in our heart it's more like uh, we go go together we live together right. and then we stay together right so just a great yeah. community great community yeah that's brilliant um, so yeah you went to uh, what we would call primary school secondary school and and then you came to the UK for university. I actually had one year of university in Hong Kong. Oh, all right. But uh, I don't really enjoy the education method in there, and yeah. it was like uh, the method in there is a little bit too what, what we call um, Peking duck kind of style because the Peking duck they they feed the Peking duck to be so fat they they put fat in oh, there. Oh, right. You absorb so many informations without digesting them yeah. or using them properly right. in there, which results in you f- keep forgetting what you've learned. Yeah. So I feel like I should change the style of learning. So it was quite sort of forceful and... Yes. Yeah. Um, so you're, you said your parents, uh, before we started filming, your parents mm-hmm. and your sister are still over in Hong Kong. Yes. Yeah. So... For those that don't know what's going on, do you want to kind of like describe what's happening in Hong Kong, how it started and where it's sort of at right now? So the recent event is starting, it started 
when the extradition bill, actually, period and that, there is a guy uh, in Hong Kong. He went to Taiwan with her, with his girlfriend, and he killed her, his girlfriend in Taiwan, and he fled to Hong Kong. So the Taiwanese people, like the government, can't arrest him. Yeah, because because he. Is in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. and in Hong Kong they can only charge him for frauding because the guy used his girlfriend's uh, bank account and credit card to to get money from it and buy something. So they can only jail him for like three years right. most. In so Hong Kong can't jail him for the murder of his girlfriend. Yes, because there's no there's not a extradite law set up between the two countries. Yes, exactly. Right, and then the the government start to announce a thing called extradition bill. So they List Taiwan and Hong Kong and um, and China to be one of the like close relationship in the extradition. Right, and then so that that's what the cons- uh, the problem started, and people are more concerning on the problem with the uh, if people in Hong Kong they did something wrong or they did something wrong in China, mm-hmm. will the China be able to? Arrest them for whatever reason because yeah. the laws are different in in China and Hong yeah. Kong. So will I like do something that's maybe so small that we are not offending anyone in Hong Kong, but offended someone, maybe some some powerful people in China. Yeah, and will will we get sent back to China after we get arrested? So that's what the concern started, and then we have a different protest, and then. The government started labeling us as rioters, and yeah, they like yeah. label the whole event to be rioting. Sort of like anarchists, anarchists yeah. rioting, and then because of the rioting, um, like idea of like getting the event to be like more sort of riot basis. So there's some there's a lot of things that we feels like we have been badmouthed by the government, and then we started to. Do more protesting, and then the police become more and more brutal, and then we come up with five demands. The first demand would be, um, uh, re- like um, what what do you call it? But uh, to cancel the extradition bill. Right, right. The first one would be the second one would be to to cancel it completely or completely. just the combination of Hong Kong and China. Uh, the the Hong Kong and China extradition right. bill, like the current extradition bill right. adjustment. Right. And then the second one would be release all the people that got arrested. Yeah. Well, at least those uh, foreign tier that got arrested. Right. Uh, in the protest, the third one would be cancel the the rioting basis of the of the protesting. The fourth one would be the fourth one. I just the fourth one is not important. It's, it's, right. <laughs> the fourth and fifth one is it's something you can actually you can search it online and then you can search like Hong Kong five demands. Right. And you can search them. Yeah. I somehow can't translate it them perfectly from. Cantonese to English, so yeah. pardon. That's all right. Um, so speaking back on the protests, do you say you were involved in the protests? Yes, I was involved in the protests. I'm more like a first aid guy. Right. Um, so you were actually there in Hong Kong on the ground 
yes and boots on the ground and then yeah. we were like um going together and try to against those people well we call them we call them dirty cops because right. <laughs> because yeah. they keep getting more brutal and brutal yeah. and then so there, there was quite a severe level of police brutality involved yes. though wasn't there um so did you ever feel that your life could be a risk or this is very dangerous i don't know if i should be doing this well to be true i feel it's like it's dangerous mm-hmm. but i think i got no choice right but other than joining uh-huh. other than joining the protest because if we lost today we lost forever if we lost this um semi-revolution or it's maybe going to escalate to a revolution i don't know it seems like it's yeah it seems like it's a revolution that's taking a stand against something quite big um so does it feel kind of almost good in a sense to be that you can see that so many other people believe in what you believe and are standing together to sort of fight for one common belief yes so in here like we are so difficult to um, cooperate back in 2014 the umbrella revolution mm-hmm. because we have some some leader that leading the the whole event and right, right now in the 2019 um, anti-extradition bill um, protests we don't actually have a leader right so it's just people there's yes. no no hierarchy system it's just no just just people people are fair like People are in the same grade. We are doing the same thing together. To, to know, some people ask me about uh, why the yellow vest revolution in back in France they can't mm-hmm. succeed it because why they don't have their demands get can be fulfilled by the mm-hmm. France government. It's because they don't have a specific. To me, they don't have a specific um, demands. So right. they are more like people who have different demands grouping together and they, they start protesting together right, right. in order to get there's like, no core principle no core principle in right. there and then but in hong kong we we have the five demands yeah and you then, know exactly what you want yes yeah we only want those five demands yeah and we don't want any one of them less and just five demands of all the people and then the government still can not still can ignore our our voices and yeah. they keep calling us rioters and then recently the chief executive in hong kong told us uh, told the the uh, uh, news reporters mm-hmm. that the journalist that um we can't communicate we can't communicate with the protest uh, with the rioters they don't have a clear mindset they don't they are they are brutal they're crazy or something mm, right so we got labeled by the our very own government right. with that. So we can only rely on ourselves. Um, how many uh, rioters do you think there are on the streets? On the streets, so it's like we divide it into two parts. So one part is the people who are more aggressive in right. the, in the protesting. Okay, and then the and the the other people who are more calm. So you can see um, in the streets. So people are having like some some march in the in Hong Kong. So those are the people who are more calm, and then they just 
so you can on on the first of July, there are like two million people. Two million. Two people. million people. We only have seven million people in Hong Kong, and two million people march on the street to get those five demands. <laughs> two million, two million people. people. So that would be uh, sort of like everyone from every age. There was no. So that there was no sort of like communal uh, demographic. There wasn't just a specific group of people. It was probably just, moms, just, dads, yeah, yeah. kids. So some some moms bring their kids to to go on the march, and then they, I I I've been there too, and I feel like, um, it's, it turns out doesn't have any use. The the government still try to, to get the law to be passed. In the second day, we got we march on the street. So we feels like it's not no use to just march on the street, isn't it? We decided to be more aggressive in there. It's not too aggressive, more like for throwing bricks. Right. You know, it's not <laughs> compared to the full geared. Um, compared to yeah, <laughs> to who, the cops. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we are just just some people who just got some bricks and, and bottles around us. Right. Um. My goodness, two two million people. Did two you million say? people. That's insane. Is that that must be um, a record of some sort? Is it not? Two million people protesting. Yeah, yeah. it's it's like uh, the most people in Hong Kong. Like the the protest that with the most amount of march marching, right. most most amount of people yeah. march on the street. It's unbelievable that two million people can take to the street. And the government still do- doesn't listen. Yes, they don't yeah. listen. So what do you think will actually make them listen? Or, or do you even think they will listen? So people decided to um, smash the uh, police, uh, not, not police, but the government building. Like the government building in Wan Chai, uh, it's the legislative council in there. Right, okay. And then they decided to, to go into the legislative council and then they... You, you can see in the internet, you see the brown building, brown internal layer with the yellow logo right. on it. And they start to smash stuff and then they do some um, speech in there. And then small, some of them got arrested. Actually, a lot of them got arrested. Yeah. But uh, it, didn't, it didn't stop those people. And people keep... Um, uh, because of the, some some there's a there's a triad in Hong Kong called the excuse me that's all right called the what's it called Fujian uh, triad so they are from from somewhere in Canton right. so they are Canton people who come down they uh, some some kind of powerful triad in in China and then. They have some business in Hong Kong, like uh, it's called 360 um, groceries in Hong Kong. And then people start not buying stuff from them. Like, right, and okay. then they, it succeeded. Mm-hmm. They closed three shops in, in Hong Kong, right. which they lost like 26, 2.6 billion. Wow. Yeah, they lost 2.6 billion dollars. Uh, Hong, Kong dollars. Dollars. Hong Kong Hong dollars. Hong Kong dollars, yeah. which is what in, in comparison? It's one, one pound to ten Hong Kong dollars. Right, so that's still quite a lot of money. Yeah. Right. So they lost like 20, 
yeah, two, two thousand, two two hundred sixty. Yeah, two hundred sixty, like so, somewhere in there. Yeah. In they they lost they lost money, in the, if uh, from the because of their their own triad stuff. Yeah. So um, so those were uh, Chinese people, or a Chinese organization that ran yeah. those uh, stores. Yeah, they they ran those stores when they yeah. we decided to. We have different people as well. We have like blue and yellow that maybe you have heard of. No, no. No. Uh, so blue people are the like the blue ribbon, I would say. Oh right, right. Blue ribbon yeah. and yellow ribbon. Right. The yeah. yellow ribbon is more pro democratic, demo democrat, uh-huh. and then the. The blue ribbon people, they are um, more towards the government. Right. And then they have, uh, when, when, when people have their different uh, political opinion mm-hmm. in there, like, for example, there's a shop that's called, oh, the, the protesters, the students are so stupid and they just go on the street and smashing everything. The police should have just, just executed them with their handgun and... They were like very like lost their mind or something, and then people decided to not going to those shops anymore. And then a lot of them actually lost a lot of money yeah. during the the whole um, banning eat banning to eat from or buy from those shops. Yeah. For example, the Starbucks in Hong Kong. You you might you might think that the Starbucks it's nothing related to the China, right? Yeah. But it's actually Backed by the China, one of the Chinese company. Right. So, like in like McDonald's in Hong Kong as well. So it's completely separated from the Western countries. Right. They are backed by the Chinese government. Right. Okay. Or maybe not the Chinese government, but, but it's Chinese company. A Chinese entity of some enterprise. Sort. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, how many people have been arrested so far? Do you have any rough numbers? The numbers that I got last month, it would be around two thousand six hundred people. Right. Yeah, around that number because more people get arrested so far. Yeah, and you were telling me a bit before we started filming of the sort of um, the situation of getting arrested and where they go and what happens. Do you want to kind of like talk about that? So when people get arrested in Hong Kong, they have forty eight hours of going to a place with what we call smelly cell. Mm-hmm. So that smelly cell, it's like a slang in Hong Kong. It's more like a place to temporarily lock people in there. So they, they can't just move around in there and then they can getting, getting interrogated. Yeah. Like calmly interrogated. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's a place in Hong Kong in the north of Hong Kong, it's called Sun Ngoc Lang. Mm-hmm. So on the, the sort of a border of China, border almost, of China yeah. in Hong Kong, it used to be a place for for the British government that was con- colonizing Hong Kong to get those people who crossed the border from China to Hong Kong to to put them in there and then send them back to China. Right. But right now, it's more like. People get arrested in the protest. They got locked up in in there for forty eight hours. In there, there's like no cameras in there. There's no security cameras. Right. Okay. And then normally in those smelly cell, you can the lawyers and then other people, lawyers and then some 
very great power people in Hong Kong. They can mm-hmm. they can help them. They can get into those places and talk to talk to the yeah. person they get arrested. And then, but in there, there was a lawyer. There was a group of lawyers in there because they they are going for the people who get arrested and they mm-hmm. locked up in in that Sangok Lang. And then they have to wait outside for at least two hours without letting them in in there. Right. And then they got, and then they have to go away because they couldn't get in. Right. Okay. And people get get in there, they. Turn out when they come back out after forty eight hours, bones have been shattered yeah. and then like uh, bleed and yeah. then some some kind of brutal damage. Yeah, so they use quite ag- aggressive uh, interrogation. Yeah, they they keep denying that though. Yeah. Um. So speaking more on like uh, the sort of hierarchy of Hong Kong, and them sort of they're telling lies about the protesters. Um. What do you think is sort of the motive behind why Hong Kong are doing this? What are they trying to achieve in the sort of a greater uh, scheme of it all? So Hong Kong would be because after the event, before the event, actually, before the event, the police in Hong Kong were considered to best in Asia. Right. But <clears throat> During the event, you can see that the whole Hong Kong police force is so terrible. Yeah. They are so brutal. They, they admitted, well, maybe from recording, I'm not sure if the recordings are real, but as far as I heard of, they admitted that they have PLA, uh, PRC, People Liberation Army, yes, PLA from China that dress up as Hong Kong police. What was the PLA? People Pe- Liberation Army. What is that? The Chinese army. Okay, right. Okay. So, so they're they're using the Chinese army as Chinese the army police and Chinese for Hong Kong. Uh, police. Right. So they send them to Hong Kong and then some of them uh, speak Cantonese. So they just send them in in here. So when you see the Hong Kong police in the protest, they don't have any numbers on them. Right. They don't have any warrant card right. on them. It's a bit vague. It's very vague very because vague. they don't... Maybe, maybe, I'm not sure. But yeah. I would say they don't want people to know that if, if they have other people that's not actual yeah. police to yeah. be in there. Uh, especially when they're not even from Hong Kong, they're from yeah. China. So would you say that China just has way too much control over Hong Kong and that's the real problem? Yes, well... It was it was pretty good in the very beginning. Yeah. Like after Chairman Deng. Right. When uh, what when was this? It was in nineteen around nineteen ninety seven to right. around two thousand and three. Right. Yeah. That period. It's pretty good. Yeah. It was it was good. And then we have a we have a terms we call like horse are still running and then Dance is still dancing. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like nothing, nothing changed. Yeah. Nothing. It's just pretty normal. Yeah. Everything's still good. Everything's still good. But after the 20, 2003, there's like the, the number 23rd law. So it's banning people who talk, to talk terrible thing about the government and then they would get 
arrested or jailed or something. Right. So we we opposed the 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 law, and then the law was delayed, and then it was never never getting getting speak of till now, and until well since then. Till now, it haven't been like bringing up anymore. And and when was that? Two thousand and three. Two thousand and three. Two thousand and three. Right. So that's a law that basically says you can't say anything bad about the government. Well, it's more like the. I shouldn't say talk terrible thing about government, but it's more like the um, religion stuff and in there. But from from that extent, you can you can extend to somewhere to. To some personal speech, like the freedom of speech in Hong yeah. Kong, will get violated right. by that law. Right. Okay. So this is just a sort of a, a control method, almost. Like. Yes, almost like that. Right. Um, and that, but that wasn't actually passed in two thousand three. Did you say it was? No, it wasn't. It was cancelled. Right. And um, is that? the case now is that passed now no it's not cancelled? the case now but we are afraid that if we let the extradition bill law yeah to be passed the second thing would be that law yeah and then the third thing would be other other laws yeah. that violate it's just the, a sort of slippery yes. slope yeah um so yeah so so can you explain a little bit about the connection of hong kong and china so hong kong is sort of or was at one point china correct Yep. And then Britain went over, messed about, and then sort of made Hong Kong its own sort of a province or a city-state in a sense. It is back in Qing Dynasty. Right. So Qing Dynasty, so it's 1823. Right. And China, of course, lost. And then the eight countries that goes to China to fight China, and then China lost. Right. And then they split up the, the place in there. And then... And Hong Kong was a colony for for Britain uh-huh. and France, some some point in fr- for France, uh, back in eighteen twenty third, So till then, till now, it's till nineteen ninety seven. It's still not a property of Hong of, of China. Yeah, and because it's <coughs> happened in Qing Dynasty, so it shouldn't be be accepted by the, the by the Communist Party of the Hong Kong, right? Because it's so far away from, from back in there. Why are we going to give give us back to the uh, Chinese Communist Party? Why yeah. not giving it to, to Taiwan? Yeah. Because it, it was supposed to be Taiwan after before before the Chinese Communist Party right, uh, okay. occupied the right. China. Um oh, okay. <laughs> That's interesting. Interesting thought. So you would say it much. It would be better if it was part of Taiwan opposed to China. Yes, if if if, if it, it, had, if it had, had to be. Yeah. yeah, if it had to be. So could it not? Uh, is it? Uh, how um, how have China sort of taken in such strong grips of Hong Kong? So it will be. I think it will be starting back in. Uh, Twenty. Well, starting after the 1997, actually. Yeah. They decided that Hong Kong would be a great opportunity to to let them to, because of the be- political background and the legislative um, method of Hong Kong. So they decided to make it like a special administration region. Hong Kong can have their own um, 
trade and stuff. They can have their own capitalistic uh, background mm -hmm. of Hong Kong. They can because Hong Kong is a major part for China to export right. from from China to Hong Kong and to other countries. Right. So Hong Kong is pretty important. Until now, it's Hong Kong is still important. Yeah. China have trying to replicate the Hong Kong in in Shanghai and Shenzhen. Right. And the the Shanghai one, they just carbon copy the whole Hong Kong back in there, and they it was not successful. Right. And then most of the companies in Shanghai that in that region have leave have have left the region in there. So they decided that maybe it would be better in Hong Kong, maybe. Right. But it just it doesn't work out. And in Shenzhen, it it started like ten ten years. 10, 20 years ago, uh, I think it's more like 15 years ago, they started it. And then they still haven't overcome Hong Kong's uh, power in uh, the, the role of Hong Kong in the whole global market. Till now, they still haven't done anything significant about it. Right. So why do you think Hong Kong specifically has um, advanced so much further than any other area, uh, any other area? Uh, uh, country in its uh, region. Hong Kong have the background of uh, of a British colony. Right. So a British colony, they have their own system. They have their own laws and uh -huh. stuff, and then which is different from China because China is kind of close, and then and then the currency is. We we were we were, we are thinking that if they are controlling the currencies, right. They, because sometimes it just drops significantly and sometimes it just mm, rises right. pretty quickly. Uh -huh. And then Hong Kong have their own um, marketing system and especially Hong Kong's currency is, is hooked with the US dollar's currency. So US dollar's 7.8 Hong Kong dollars is traded to 1 US dollars, right, which right. it's happened since 19, 1960s, 1950, right. 1950. Wow. since 1950 to, to now, it's still a thing in there. So right. Hong Kong is a currency that have, have a significant role in the global market. Yeah, absolutely. Which brings the Hong Kong's um, power in the, in the whole trading community to be that significant. Um, do you think, uh, so you're, you, as you said, your parents are still over there, your sister's still over there. Do you fear that, that it's dangerous for them to be over there? Or is it still okay to sort of uh, live and do your day-to-day -day activities? It is getting more and more dangerous. But what I'm feared is not the protesters. What I feared is the police right. and the government. Uh -huh. Because the protesters, to me, they are more reasonable people. Mm -hmm. And then the police are just... You insult them, you get arrested. There's not even insulting law in Hong Kong yet. But it, you yeah. insult the police and the police arrest you yeah. for nothing. And then you try to challenge the police, like not verbally challenge him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then they just arrest you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like five different police just push you on the ground. And then 
put their body weight on each of your limb. Yeah, yeah. Something like the, that. The videos that have been sort of going viral are intense and atrocious. Yeah. Um, would you say they're like accurate depictions of what's going on there? Yeah, I would say it's pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, it's everyday thing for me to um, to inhale those tear gas, kind of tear gas in Hong Kong, and God. then and then the sound of of tear gas explosion yeah. in Hong Kong is pretty common right now. Yeah. So well, back in the topic, back into if I am worried about my parents in Hong yeah, Kong, yeah. I I would say my parents would probably want to move to somewhere else yeah. as soon as possible uh, or if they w- really want to stay in there I'll just 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 stay in there because they yeah. just have, they don't just don't have a choice they lived there for at least 50 years yeah were they born there they were born there yeah um, so they they know that that's their life so it's quite unfortunate they have they might have to give that up and go yeah. somewhere else um, do you think it, can get better. Do you think the government will listen? The government... Nah, the government no. will not listen. I don't think so. I think the government is... Well, they label us to be rioters. Yeah. And then they label the whole thing to be rioting. Mm-hmm. Which show their their perspective on the whole whole protesting thing. Yeah. In there. So I don't think they will listen to us anymore. It just... Either a revolution, a big revolution, or or just the government win. Yeah, I think th- like th- it's clear the government are being uh, naive, or not even naive, but just uh, corrupt at its core. When uh, did you say two million or three million? Two million. Two million people are protesting, and uh, a country that only has seven million people. Yes. Um, and I think in any case, if that quantity of people are, are have one belief, that's probably the right belief. Um, and for a small group of people with, in Parliament to say, no, that's you're the issue, not us, it's outrageous, you know. Um, so, what what do you think the way to help is for people in Hong Kong and for people like me who is nowhere near Hong Kong? How can we help? So, I think you can, like, when you see people sharing videos mm-hmm. on, on Facebook or YouTube, you can share it together. So, let more people to know. Because yeah. things that you can do, as, like, like what I'm doing right now, just sharing videos yeah. and, and news on... And talking on that. And talking on, on the podcast. <laughs> and then, it's the maximum thing that I can do in overseas, yeah. honestly. Because we don't actually have the chance to go back to Hong Kong to or becoming the Hong Kong people like back in there to start our protesting. We, what we can only do is like, for example, the last Sunday, I think, in mm-hmm. George Square, there is uh, people from Hong Kong overseas in, 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 in Glasgow, mm, I think, including me, there is like 40 30, 40 people in there. So people were protesting in Glasgow uh, in regards to what was happening in Hong Kong. We were holding banners and and informations. Yeah, and, and educating, educating people, people over here. Yeah. And people come, come around, ask us what is happening in Hong Kong. We just answer them. 
and it makes me uh, makes more people to be able to understand it because a lot of people don't understand why Hong Kong people are that against the the rules of China. Yeah. And and why are Hong Kong people that violent or something? So it's very important to for people who want to support Hong Kong protesters to share information to other yeah. people to let more people to know. There is some. There are some. Um, some petition in change.org and then right. uh, the White House uh, right. petition in there, and then people can sign sign those petition and that and let yeah. more people let let the U.S. government or the other other governments like different places to more recognizing mm-hmm. the situation of Hong Kong. In in Hong Kong, it's letting other people know. Um, protesting is a way to, to, for struggle. Uh, so you can see in uh, the recently in in I think Barcelona, is it? No, not Barcelona. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Yeah, maybe in there. Yeah, some there is a recent uh, Chile, Chile, Chile. What's happening? Yeah, uh, there there is protesting in there too. Oh maybe, no no no, as Barcelona, you're right. Barcelona, yeah, yeah. For, Barcelona. For the Catalonian people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. They 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 protest in there, yeah. And then they they adopt the the form of protesting of Hong Kong, like um, be water, we would say, be water, like what what uh, Bruce Lee said, you be water, you can go in easily, go out easily, right. not to get caught. So and sort of just adapt and, and yeah, change, adapt, right? change, adapt, and then they they actually try to uh, replicate our form of protest, right. which have been successful for them. Yeah, yeah. So that's very interesting. Um, yeah, uh, who? Um, so you say like there is no hierarchy system. There's no one person in charge for these protests. How do they get organized? How does that happen? We use telegrams, and then. We use a uh, link 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 L I H K G L I H K G. We call it Lin Dan. Right. It's it's a forum in Hong Kong. Okay, right. So in order to register that, you have to be students. Right. You have to have student account to right, in order okay. to register an account in there, and then we post stuff in there. So we organize. We talked about different stuff, political stuff, majorly involving <coughs> Hong Kong. Uh, in there, so to in Telegram group, as you as you know about Telegram, mm-hmm. uh, we have different Telegram Telegram group in Hong Kong, which organize stuff like um, we're going to, for example, the next one would be, oh, the last one will be on twentieth. The last one that happened mm-hmm. is twentieth of October. Right. The the protests on the on the on the in the Hong Kong. So it's one of the things that people organize on the Telegram group. How many people turned up to the last one? Mm, I think 200,000 200, 200, people. 200,000 people? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it's most of the time it's like 200,000 people. That's a, still a, an insanely impressive number. 200,000 people. I suppose it is a national... Uh, it's not like it's as many as 2 million, but... It's, mm. You're right, but uh, as far as I know, that there wasn't even close to that at the uh, riots, uh, or not riots, the protests 
that were happening for the Catalonian people in Spain, um, they, they had tens of thousands, but not hundreds of thousands. Um, so how do, do you think a lot of it is word of mouth as well for like generations that don't have things like access to the forums and stuff like that? Do you think a lot of people is just conversation and saying on the 20th, we're all going to go out on the streets and we're going to uh, take charge against the government? The, yeah, I think so. Yeah, actually, uh, on fa- people share, keep sharing on Facebook as well. Yeah. So, um, most of the people, like especially like those people, like 40, 40, 50, 40, 50s, they still use Facebook. So right, right. They not only they not <coughs> they don't maybe they don't use Telegram, but they yeah, use they, but they do use Facebook. Facebook. Right. So they still have access. They, they to still those. have access to yeah. them. So in back in like in Hong Kong, it's how we organize stuff in there. Yeah. And then some people like getting. Some some friends like telling them, oh, there's like another event coming up or something, and then they would just listen to it. But it's really difficult for people who have uh, like the older generations, like yeah. uh, the fifty something people. Yeah, a lot of them sub- because they enjoy the original benefit of the of the British colony right. uh, back there, and then they feel like, oh, why are you changing? Why are you changing Hong Kong? You're messing up Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. And then they feel like you shouldn't be messing messing Hong Kong's policies and stuff like that. They're saying that about the uh, government. Yeah, they they're more pro government. They're more pro government. Yeah. Right. Okay. But would you say they miss the uh, sort of traditional ways that Hong Kong used to work with the uh, more uh, British colony esque government? Yeah. They and. Yeah, and then they, I think, I think that's one of the reasons. And then they feel like that shouldn't be changing. Everything yeah. is running fine. Why are you protesting on the street? Right. Their mindset is like that, and then they start spreading like, oh, there's like prostitute prostitution in 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 the Hong Kong protesting, and right. then some people are angels that will provide sexual service to right. which is totally not accurate yeah and so then, yeah these rumors yeah these rumors and stuff they just start spreading it yeah and, and they're giving the protesters a really bad name no we just we just think that they are they're just not using their brains right okay <laughs> um do you think that uh the older generation are a bit naive to what's really going on in the government they are kind of there's there's some of the people are really naive. Yeah. So we call them like shallow, like light blue people. Light blue. Light blue. Right. Like, they are not deep blue. Right. They're yeah. like light. They're blue. light blue. Right. So they okay. can change them. You can change them easily. Yeah. You can switch them. You can from persuade light, them. Yeah, persuade them to go to light yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, People like me would be deep yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so these light blue people, they're sort of on the fence. They could yeah, be persuaded. The yeah, they could be persuaded. Yeah. And then it it succeeded. Like some some of my friends, they they succeeded in persuading um, their their parents to right. switch over to switching sides. Yeah. Um, do you think generally like, there's a lot more people getting involved and and 
sort of do you think there's more people that are light blue converting to light yellow or do you think that maybe some light yellows are actually going to light blue at this point or what do you think's going on it's like it happens it happens i have several friends like uh they change sides yeah and then like some of my friends they're quite young as well but uh maybe they they have different belief or something they just go 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 from light yellow because they see protesters throwing bricks and then yeah. they they what we call lion bird what, what lion bird is the same in cantonese it's it's sea leo and then the uh the the form of like because we we can't just call police so we just starting to do uh, stuff with ourselves right it's called sealu as well right so okay. that's why they have diff- they have the same pronunciation that's why yeah. we call there's a a godly animal called lion bird right which would which would rescue people by punching up punching up <laughs> people oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's very um, so people are sort of acting yes. on their own behalf now, like yeah. But a... since like that, and some people are more like yellow, they try to switch sides because it feels like uh, Hong Kong protests are getting more violent. Yeah. Because of the they hit they hit people, they punch people, they they yeah they just. But then when you look at the other side of the spectrum, the police are doing the same thing but worse. Yeah, but they don't they, they don't feel like they are. They're doing anything wrong. Yeah, it just feels like they are. Oh, just, just they, they. Well, they cause crockages, and then they, they, they call. They, they ah, uh, they keep saying that the police, ah, uh, police should beat the crockages, just kill the crockages, and 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 just smash the crockages. Yeah, so right. dirty crockages, and right. and something like that. They don't feel like the police are doing something wrong. Yeah. Do do you think the police themselves think they're doing something wrong, or are they just doing their job? Well, I have, I have heard that there are good good cops in the, in the, yeah, in the police. There's there's still good cops in there. Yeah, but there may even be some light yellow people and the and the cops. They do, they yeah. do, they do. But um, most of them just feels like because they have the benefit. They have the power yeah. to to deal with protesters. They can more like like I shouldn't say that, but stress relief for them. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they feel like they enjoy being a cop. Like I think. Yeah. That they love that power. <laughs> they love that power. They, they yeah. love the empowerment of of themselves over yeah. the protesters. Um. Do you think more people over here and in other countries out with Hong Kong should protest? And get involved. Mm. There's a good thing, like good, like you can see in in Australia, mm-hmm. like you can see people are there just protesting, like more like more like uh, giving out informations to other people. Right, right. That's what that's what other people in here can do. Yeah, hand out leaflets and yeah, hand out leaflets and then. Uh, translate, translate. Um, if you have Cantonese background, Chinese background, mm-hmm. you can translate the um, the leaflet right. and then the other posters of us yeah. to it in English. Right. So let more people to know because we have actually have more a lot of informations that written in Cantonese 
but only like half of them get translated in English. Right. So whenever there is like Chinese or Cantonese kind of posters, mm-hmm. it's from Hong Kong. You can translate it into English, spread it out, and then let other people to know more. Right. Um, I was going to ask uh, what I don't know really how to word this question, but this is sort of a an infringement into millions of people's lives. It's, it's a danger to millions of people's lives uh, in Hong Kong. Do you think that a, a body like the United Nations should step in and say, right, we need a cool-off period, we need to work on how we're going to fix what's wrong here? Or what do you think? Or do you think Hong Kong should just handle it themselves? Would it be better for another nation to step in? We Hong Kong people, we actually don't have a lot of big background, so we definitely need someone to help us. Right. Which we really appreciate the 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 parliament in in US. They passed the um, Hong Kong human right law. Right. Okay. So we feel it's like it's a good thing. What What was the law? What did it actually? Um... It would. Uh, see if people who pro China mm-hmm. that have money in Hong in 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 US, they will get their money get uh, freeze. You you can't move the money. Right. Okay. And okay. then the, the people who support pro pro China in either US or the relatives of the of the pro Hong Kong pro pro China Hong Kong um, exec, uh, executives like more higher like the yeah. like the people who are on the higher end and they will be uh, send them back into Hong Kong right okay from from the US and then the United States will evaluate the Hong Kong human rights every year right so if that's something wrong in the in the in certain extent they will they will cancel the 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 currencies in from between the currencies relations from Hong Kong and and the US dollars they might cancel right. it and then they would just eliminate the all the special speciality of Hong Kong. Um, so do you think the US has taken a stance on this because uh, the currencies are so tightly related? It's not like the currency is tightly related, but. There certainly there is benefit of Hong Kong to the to the US. That's why right. they start doing things. You know, Trump will not do something without without benefit, of course. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I suppose they are thinking about themselves before anyone else. But I suppose, in the same respect, it's good that at least someone's taking a a, a good approach to this and actually making a difference. Yeah? yeah. If the United Nations can can stand up against China, yeah. it's more like. China thing in from their perspective, they can stand up against China for because usually they just bow down. Yeah. So do you think a lot of, a lot of places are scared to mess with China? So in case they, they can upset just them. against them, and then they will be really appreciated for for the for the countries to to help Hong Kong. But even if it's not directly helping, it's still something. Yeah. Um, and again, this might be another sort of slippery slope, but do you think if uh, China starts to have even more control over what Hong Kong's doing, 
and seizes Hong Kong, that might be the start of something worse where China won't just do this to other smaller uh, countries that can't defend themselves as well. And that would turn Hong Kong into Syria, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's close now, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty worse in these situations. If they have more control, maybe the, like, maybe another Vietnam war, I would say. Yeah. But involving directly China and the proxy war of US. Right. Because the US would be pretty quick to come from, from Japan to Hong Kong. It only take like 40 minutes. It's a very, very crazy thing that's going on. Uh, it's very interesting. Thank you for talking about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're coming close to an hour, so we should just close it now. Also, as insane, we've been talking for about an hour already. It feels like we've only been started. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you want to close with? Is there anything you want to say? So, I would say five demands, no one less. Mm -hmm. um, liberation of Hong Kong, revolution of our time. That's our slogan in Hong Kong, and bear that in mind. And then that's really helpful yeah. if we can get more people who can stand with us. Yeah. Um, I'll uh, leave the uh, change.org. Is it change.org? Oh, it's it's actually you can find it in White House. Right. White House. I'll leave the link petitions uh, below so that people can like, check them out. And uh, yeah, is there anything you want to give a shout out to other than the petitions? Thank you for those people in, in all around the world, in Canada, in US, in Australia. Absolutely. Thank you for the support on Hong Kong's protest. And your, your help would be, un, would be unforgotten. So thank you. Thanks for watching the episode and thanks to Roger for coming on and speaking about what's going on in Hong Kong right now. I feel like this episode was really interesting and very current, but yeah, thanks for watching and the next episode will be out this Wednesday.